What is up, you guys? I'm your host, Brandon Atwell. And I'm very excited to be talking to you guys about this because it is very, 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 very important. Very, very, very important. <laughs> um, you know, God is God is so good. And, and God wants to bless you guys. I know God is speaking to you guys. God is providing increase. God is just moving in your guys' lives. I can feel it. You know, I know that God is speaking to you guys just by the messages he's laying on my heart. I know who it's reaching out to. And today is a very, very important message, like I just said, because as, as you read the title, you have to give up everything in order to follow Jesus Christ. So the, the, the purpose of this message is to let you know that if you want to enter eternal life, if you want to enter the kingdom of God, you have to be willing to give up everything that you have. You have to. And so we're going to be talking about three major points today, through just three major points. And obviously the first major point is you have to be willing to give up everything, right? And then once you give up everything, you cannot look back. You can't look back. You cannot look. <laughs> if you give up your life to Jesus Christ and he has blessed you with the gift of a new life of being born again, you can no longer look back on your old life and be like, man, I wish I could live. No, that's not how it works. When you give your life to God, you know, you no longer want the things of this world. So we're going to be talking about how you cannot look back. And there's a perfect biblical story to help support that. And I can't wait to talk to you guys about that. And the last point is, is Jesus will reward you. You know, if you can, or if you are willing to give up everything you have and not look back, Jesus will reward you. And it's just as simple as that. It's as beautiful as that. You know, today won't be that long of a podcast. Um, we'll see. We'll see how long it takes for, for God to to help get this all out and across because uh, I won't be here tomorrow or Tuesday. I'll be out of town. I'll be in North Carolina at a revival um, by Evangelist Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. It's about to be a blessed service. I'm about to watch uh, miracle signs and wonders be done and, and watch God touch people. I, I just love watching it, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go attend that. And uh, so I got to update this. Uh, I got to make this podcast a day early. So, uh, um, yeah, let's, let's get right into it. So we're going to go to Mark chapter 10, 17 through 31. And in this scripture, in this story, we're talking about a rich young man. So this man is a, a very rich, uh, wealthy. He's a, he's a good guy. Like he's a good guy. But let's let's go ahead and get into it. And so in verse 17, it says, um, and as he was setting out on his journey. So this is Jesus. So as Jesus basically was setting out on his journey, there was a man that ran up and knelt before him and asked him. So there's, and 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 he asked him, "Good teacher, what must I do to inherit uh, to inherit eternal life?" So this man ran up to Jesus right before Jesus was was about to set out on his journey, right? And this man ran up and knelt down and knelt down before Jesus and said, "What must I do to inherit eternal life?" This is very important. This is a very important question too this message that we're talking about today and then jesus said to him 
Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Do not defraud. Honor your father and mother. So Jesus told him these commands. And then this rich young man was like, teacher, all these I, I have kept from my youth. He, so this, this rich young man is saying, Lord, I have done this since my youth. I have kept those commands that you just said. And Jesus looking at him, loved him. Jesus loved him because he, he knows that, that, you know, he was, he was trying and stuff. And Jesus said to him, you lack one thing. So this man had all these good deeds. He was, he was, um, he didn't, he didn't murder, he didn't commit adultery, he didn't steal, he didn't bear false witness. And, and Jesus Christ said to him, you lack one thing. Go, sell all that you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come follow me. So Jesus Christ told this rich young man to go, sell everything you have, bless the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And this is what the young man said. And Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, oh, okay, so this is what he said right here. Um, he, he didn't even say nothing. The, the rich young man was very disheartened by the saying, disheartened by his saying. And he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Jesus Christ said, go, so everything that you had. And this rich young man disheartenedly turned away and walked away sorrowfully. So he was very upset and disappointed like he had great possessions and jesus looked around and said to his disciples this is what jesus said how difficult will it be for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of god and the disciples said were and they were amazed at his words look my the the point is is no matter what you have you have to be willing to give it up if you're not willing to give up everything for Jesus Christ, then you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. And if we go to Matthew um, 6.21, it says, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So you you have to, if, you're, if your treasure is your money, that is where your heart is going to be. That's the point Jesus, Jesus is trying to make here. Like, if you're not willing to go sell everything you have and follow Jesus, then your treasure is in heaven. Your, your treasure has to be with Jesus Christ in heaven. So that is where your heart will be also. So you, you have to be willing to leave everything behind for Jesus Christ. And if we go to Luke 9, 23, we'll go to, uh, yeah. So it says, if anyone would come after Jesus, you have to deny yourself. You have to be willing to deny yourself and pick up your cross daily and follow him. You can't have one day you're on fire, one day you're doing good, and the next day. You know, this is this is the problem, right? A lot of people, they just go to church on Sundays. They go to church on Sundays, but God wants you to have it every single day. You don't just go to church for an hour and a half, two hours every week. No, you need to have God on your mind all day, every day. You need to sleep with him on your mind, like for real. And a lot of people only have Jesus two hours a week. Like that's crazy. 
you know, I'm not going to lie. I probably have, you know, I got God on my mind more than I'm working. You know, we'll just say an average person works 40 hours a week. God's on my mind more than that. Like, you know, this is this is how it needs to be. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And you can't look back. You have to pick up your cross daily and follow the Lord. You know, in Mark 8, 34 through 36, and calling to the crowd, and calling the crowd to himself with the disciples, he said, if anyone would come after him. So you this is Jesus saying this. If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For who, whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake in the gospels will save it. Right here. It's very important. Listen. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world? The whole world. Imagine if you had the whole world in your hands. You had everything you could ever think of. You could have all the treasure all the gold, all the diamond, everything in this world that you could ever think of, the whole world. So so for what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? So look, you can have the whole entire world in your hands, but if you're not able to give it up and you're not able to put God first, like why? Why? Because you're not going to make it to heaven worrying about the things of this world. If you if you can't focus on the things of God and you can't focus on the things of Jesus Christ and you can't have church every single day, you know, a lot of people only get the word once a week. And if that, some people don't even go to church. Some people go, I don't even know when, like I don't even know what, what sparks their interest to go once every month. Like, no, like that's not hungry at all. God is looking for people who want him. And if you're not willing to get up every single day and read your word or pray to God and talk to him, which is a relationship, by the way, if you're not willing to wake up every single day and have a relationship with the Lord, you're you're not picking up your cross daily. You are not sacrificing your life. You're not being a living sacrifice, which is what the Bible says to be. You got to be a living sacrifice. You can't just search God once a week. No, you got to search him every single day. You have to be willing to give up everything and follow Jesus. When you give your life to God, you're not just giving your look. You're not just saying it. If you are truly repeating after, you know, if you are truly giving your life to God, you're giving your life to God. It's not just a saying. Like, I think a lot of people misuse that that saying, that verse. Like, people don't understand the power, the, the, what they're getting themselves into. When you give your life to God, you are no longer yourself. You are, you're giving yourself as a living sacrifice. I live every single day to please the Lord. I'm not here for my flesh. You know, your flesh wants to do these things, and a lot of people are living by their flesh. You can't be living by your flesh. You have to live by the Spirit as a living sacrifice. I'm here to please the Lord. I'm here to spread the gospel. I'm here to spread the love of Jesus Christ. You know, honestly, God's coming back soon. We don't got time to be selfless, you know, self selfish, you know, you have to be willing to, to sell everything you have. You know, I'm gonna make a podcast about this, about the two most important commandments. You know, a lot of the first most important commandment is to love the Lord, your God with all your mind, 
heart and soul. And if you want me to be honest, you know, one thing I've realized is a lot of people love themselves more than the Lord. They don't realize that they're breaking the first most important commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your mind, soul, and heart. And every in and, and this world is loving themselves over the Lord. They are putting them in the second most important commandment is to love your neighbors like yourself. This world is becoming so evil, so disgusting, so sinful, like Sodom and Gomorrah, which we're going to be talking about in a minute. But this world is just becoming so far away from the Lord that they that they are breaking the 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 basic foundations of of, of Jesus Christ. And that is for him to be your Lord and Savior. And a lot of people don't praise the Lord. They don't wake up and thank him for the breath in their lungs. They don't wake up and 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 they're they're not excited to go to church. Like they're not spreading love. They're not spreading good news. They're not spreading joy, peace, the fruit of the spirit. If you want to make it to the kingdom of God, you have to be willing to sell everything you have. It's not about you. <laughs> it's not about you. It's about God. It's about God spreading the good news. Oh my. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Look, and when you do sell everything, you can't look back. If we talk about Sodom and Gomorrah, if we go to Genesis chapter 19, look, I bet nobody's even read about Sodom and Gomorrah. It's literally 19 chapters in the Bible. There's over 1,000 chapters in the Bible. And if you tell me you've never heard about Sodom and Gomorrah, you better get in your word. <laughs> in Jesus' name. You got to get in the word. Look, this is only 19 chapters in, and this is an amazing story. This is an amazing um, moment that happened. So um, so Sodom and Gomorrah, you got uh, this guy, uh, his name is Lot, and he is living in Sodom and Gomorrah, right? So he's living there, and this place is very wicked. This place is very sinful, very sinful. You got... You know, they are doing things that you don't even want to speak of. Like, it's disgusting. You, you got a bunch of, um, all right, so look. So God told Lot, if you can find um, 10 people, if you can find 10 righteous people that love me, then I will spare this town. And you know what Lot did? He went out and he was looking around. He was looking around. And he said, Lord, Lord. Let's make a deal. How about five? How about if I can find five righteous people, you will spare this town. And so he went out. He was looking right. Lot was looking. And he went back to the Lord. He was like, Lord, let's make a deal. And Lord was like, okay, let's make. All right. And, and Lot was like, Lord, what if I find just two righteous people? Will you spare this town? And and. And, and the Lord said, yeah, yes, I will. And and Lot went out and looked, and he came back for the last time. And he was like, Lord, what if I find just one, one righteous person that loves you and, and, and searches you, Father? Will you spare, spare this town? And he said, yes. And you know what? Lot couldn't find a single person in this town town in Sodom and Gomorrah. Lot couldn't find a single person. And so what did the Lord do? The Lord sent angels to Lot's house, to his front door, right? Boom. They started knocking on his front door. <laughs> Imagine if some angels was a, was a show up at your door, start knocking, you know, some business is about to go down, right? 
So they show up to the door. Um, I'm not reading over the whole. I'm just uh, paraphrasing the, the story to you guys. But the angel showed up to the front door and they came in. Right. They came into his house and 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 they was letting lot know hey you need to leave this place because we're going to be we're going to destroy this place so the lord sent these two angels to destroy sodom and gomorrah and and so they show up to lot's house and 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 the angels tell lot everything that's about to happen he's about he the the angels are telling um lot that they're about to destroy this place so get your wife get your kids and get out of here and so as the angels were at Lot's place, you got these men. These men are coming and piling up at the front door. Why? Because these angels are so beautiful that these men are asking Lot if they can sleep with the angels. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's just unbelievable. They're actively just going against God's order, God's creation. And, and, and they are trying to pursue these men, these angels of the Lord, and sleep with them. You know, that's how you know Sodom and Gomorrah was very wicked, very, you know, just, and, and this is what Lot said. Lot said, I will give you my daughter. I will give you my daughter who's a, a virgin. I will give you my daughter if you just leave these men alone. And, the, and these men of Sodom and Gomorrah said, no, no, I don't want your daughter. I want those men. I want those men. I want those, you know, they didn't know they was angels, but they wanted the men. And oh man, that made the angels furious, right? And so um, I believe uh, the angel struck them with blindness. I believe I believe the the angel struck all the men with blindness, but they still kept pressing in, right? But eventually, um, so Lot, so so eventually Lot set out, and and the angels told them to go and don't look back, which is exactly what we're talking about, right? You can't look back. If you're leaving everything behind, you can't look back, right? And so they was walking. So they was going to, um, they was going to, or I believe they was, they was going, well, they was going to, a, they was going to a city, right? So they was leaving, they was leaving Sodom and Gomorrah and they was leaving. And then out in the back, um, um, the Lord rained on Sodom and Gomorrah sulfur and fire from out of heaven. So the Lord, the angels are destroying, they are calling down fire and sulfur from heaven. The Lord is sending this down and he is destroying Sodom and Gomorrah for their wickedness, for their sin. Sin is very disgusting and evil in the sight of the Lord. And when you give your life to the Lord, you will start to see these things because you start to see sin the same way the Lord does. You see what I'm saying? You will slowly start to conform to the ways that God sees this world. And that's how you know you're on the right path is because you're starting to get convicted. You start to look at sin and be like, man, that's disgusting. You know, I no longer like when I look at sin nowadays and I look at people who are a slave to it, I, it just it gets me stirred up in the spirit. And, 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 and that's what makes you want to tell them about Jesus, because you know what it's like. You know, we used to be. You know, by, by God's grace and his mercy, he, he forgave us. But we used to be against God, which means God was against us. And, and some people may disagree with that. But look, we used to be God's enemy. And that's why God says to love your enemy. Why? Because we used to be God's enemy until he forgave us through the blood of Jesus Christ. 
And that's why God tells us to do the same thing. We need to have the same grace and mercy on people that he's had on us. And so as they was walking out of this town and God was uh, raining uh, sulfur and fire from from heaven, you remember the angels told them to not look back, to do not look back. And what happened, right? So they was walking and Lot's wife was walking behind him and she looked back. She just disobeyed the direct orders from from God's soldiers himself. Right. And 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 she disobeyed. She looked back and she became a pillar of salt. She became a pillar of salt. You guys, I hope you guys are listening to this. So God told him to leave everything behind, leave everything behind. There's nothing good here. There's not a single righteous person here and you're still living here. No, I'm calling you out of this place because I'm about to bring fire down and destroy this place. That's how wicked it is in my sight. They want to sleep with my angels. These men of Sodom and Gomorrah want to sleep with my angels. This is what the Lord is saying, you guys. And so he's saying, go, get out of here. Do not look back. Do not look back. And what did his Lot's wife do? She looked back and boom, she became a pillow of salt because she directly disobeyed the, the an order of the Lord. So when you give your life to God, you can't look back. You cannot look back. So if we go to the cost of following Jesus, you know, I'll, I'll finish that story, but this is this is going to help us out here. Let's go to Luke. Luke chapter 9, verse 57 through 62, the cost of following Jesus. And so and um We'll start with 58, actually, verse 58. And Jesus said, foxes have holes, birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. To another, he said, follow me. But he said, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. You know, thankfully to the Lord, you know, um, I have a place to lay my head, right? Amen. Praise God. But this next uh, guy, he said, let me first go bury my father. So the Lord, Jesus Christ himself, told this man to follow me. Imagine if Jesus Christ told you, follow me. And you said, hold up. Hold up. Let me go bury my father first. You know, this is what he, this is, this is what this man said. Jesus said, follow me. And he said, let me go bury my father first. And Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own dead. Let them. So what he's saying is, so either you're alive in Christ and if you're not alive, you're dead, right? And so Jesus said, leave the dead to bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. So you have to be willing to look. I'm not saying I'm not saying don't go to a, a mother or a, a father's funeral, but but he's making a point here. And yet another said, I will follow you, Lord. But first, let me say farewell to those at my home. This is very important. Look, actually, we're going to we're going to stay focused on this. So he said, let me first say farewell to those at home. And Jesus said to him, no, no one who puts on his hands to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. That is so powerful. Let me let me read it again. Jesus said, no one who puts his hands to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. When you give your life to God, my, your hands are on a plow. You are a farmer. You are a farmer. You are, you are to spread the gospel, to plant seeds, and the seed is the word of God. 
by me sitting here talking to you guys, I'm planting seeds. I'm giving you the word of God, which is a seed. We got to put our hands to the plow and not look back. Look, trust me, I love what God is doing in my life. This is what I'm meant to do. I'm not meant to live my old sinful lifestyle. I'm meant to give everything up, give everything I up that I have and follow the Lord Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter why, because this world has nothing to offer. This world is going to pass away. My flesh is going to pass away. Look, we are only here on the planet Earth for a very for a very fine amount of time. The Bible says it's like a gust of wind. That's what our life is, basically. It's like a gust of wind. We're here one moment, we're gone the next. So why are we not focusing on the things that are eternal, which is giving your life to God, focusing on where you're going to be for eternity. You're either going to be in hell or you're going to be in heaven. Me, I want to be in heaven with some blessed treasures, amazing treasures. Why? Because that's where I'm going to be for eternity. I don't think people can wrap their head around that because we are here so used to time that all we do is we see time passing by. We wake up one morning, we go to bed later that day. Like, no, we are so used to this, but I don't think a lot of people understand eternity. We are here. It's like a gust of wind. I wish you could go out. Look, if you was a go outside and you feel a gust of wind, just just blow by you that quick. That is your life compared to eternity. Look, like it's it doesn't even compare. You see what I'm saying? We are here for a very a little bit of time. And the only reason it's just look, this is powerful. When you give your life to God, you can't look back. There's a cost of following Jesus. There is a cost of following Jesus. I can make a whole nother podcast about that. There's a cost of following Jesus. It's not a Look, you have to be willing, like I said, to give up everything you have and not look back. You you have to. And so this leads me, so so as we were talking about Sodom and Gomorrah, this leads me to a story, right? So I was in tech school and I was, uh, you know, uh, God used me to spread the gospel to this, this girl that was, um, yeah, well, I'll just, she was guarding the front door, right? I'll put it that way. So she was guarding the front door and I was coming in from outside and, um, uh, you know, God sparked up a conversation and I started talking to her about about the Lord. And I could tell that it was really speaking to her. The Lord was speaking to her. And and, and I can tell that seeds were being planted or watered or, or whatever God was doing. I could tell that his work was being done. And so later that night, after her and I got done having this conversation, she had a dream that night, right? And to me, this dream is is either, it's, it's like a warning, right? So she had a dream. I believe she said she was walking across a bridge. And once she got to the other side of a bridge, she saw in the sky, like this beam come down on her. Right. So you got the power of God coming down on her and then she's being floated up and called into heaven. Imagine that this girl is floating up into heaven. Right. And she realizes that she's going into the glory of God. She's going into the kingdom of God. And she's like, you know, just imagine that feeling of you floating up, being called into the kingdom of God. Right. And then she said she looks down at her family. Right. She looks down at her. Well, I believe she said like her brother or her or her dad. And she looks down and she was like, man, you know, I'm being caught up to heaven and they're being and 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 they're being left behind. 
right? So this is very similar to Lot's wife, right? The reason she looked back is because she still felt like there was a part of her there. I don't know if she had friends or whatever. I don't know. But none of them was righteous. But she felt like a part of her was still back in that town that God was calling them out of. There was nothing good out of there. So why was she worrying about it? It's just the fact that she was looking back on 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 the the town the town God was was destroying. You know, you have to be willing to go, put your hand to the plow and not look back. That's what the Bible says. You gotta run. You gotta run and not look back. You got to stay focused on, on what's ahead. You know, you can have a memory of what God has taken you out of. You know, you can, you know, I know I look back on my past. There's some amazing testimonies of some amazing things, but I'm not focused on the past. I'm focused on the future. I'm focused on what God is pulling me into. I'm focused on following the Lord. The Lord's not behind me. He's in front of me. His glory is behind me. The things he's done for my life. The glory, the glory of the Lord is my rear guard. Amen. But the Lord is, is, is guiding me and leading me, and he's out in front of me. So the Lord told Lot and his wife and his family to leave and go to this place he told them to go. Boom. That's where the Lord is, right? And so what, is, what does his wife do? She looks back and, 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 and regrets or leaves or has a part of her attached to them. So the point of this girl's story in tech school is when she looks down to her family, she falls back down. Whew, oof, that is scary. That is scary. That is scary. Look, I've had some wild dreams, but imagining being caught up into heaven and then you look back down and you fall back down to the earth. I don't know about you guys, but that is, whew, that's the fear of the Lord right there. I swear that would, oh my goodness. Look, I'm going to tell you what the what the Bible says, you guys. The Bible says, look, Jesus Christ says this himself. He says this himself. My true brothers, my true sisters, my true mother uh, is the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. Look, if you guys want to make it to eternal life, you, look, I, I, I love my family. I love my family, but I'm not going to let that stop me from 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 pressing into the spirit of God. I love my family, but you want me to tell you what I love above them? It is the is the Lord Jesus Christ. I love Jesus Christ more than anything. I love him more than my family. I love him more than myself. Like I love the Lord, my savior. And this is what you guys have to realize. The first most important commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your mind, soul and heart. And the second is to love is is to treat your neighbors as you want to be treated. So look, you have to be willing to put your hands to the plow and not look back. You can't look back on this life. You have to keep pressing in. You have to keep moving forward. You can't let the things of this world hold you back. Like I said about um, that girl at tech school, she looked back down at her family. Look, I'm not going to let my family stop me from moving forward into the kingdom of God. I'm not going to let anything hold me back. Look, I love my family. That's why I'm going to talk to them about Jesus. I'm going to give them I'm going to give them an opportunity. I'm going to spread the good news with them. I'm going to let them see what God is doing for me in my life. Look, God has used me. God has given me dreams to speak to my mom several times. Like, look, I have faith that God's going to save my mom. But 
that's just where I got to have, you know, I would love to see my mom in heaven, but I got to stay focused. I got to have faith in the Lord. I got to pray for her. I got to look, I got to actively keep pursuing these things because I don't want to make it to heaven and, and, and be like, man, I could have done better for my mom. No, look, I got to be on fire. I got to do what I got to do now so that I can see her on the, in, in the kingdom of heaven. But even if I look, even if I'm being called up into heaven and I see family down here on earth and look, I, Look, I'm sure I will see family down here. Look, this world is getting very evil. This world is becoming like the days of Noah. It, it, the, the, it's, it's becoming like the days of Sodom and Gomorrah. Look, this world is becoming so evil. God is going to have to come back soon for the sake of his elect. And, 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 and you have to put your hands to the plow and not look back. So I'm not going to let, let anything hold me back from the kingdom of God. I love my family, like I said. I'm going to do what I got to do. Thankfully, the Lord has saved my brother, my sister, and uh, my dad. And, and, you know, I'll be dancing with them in, in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. I know I'll be dancing with them in the kingdom of God. And out of faith, you know, I would love to see um, uh, more family in, in the kingdom of God. But if I'm being called back into heaven and I'm seeing friends and family left down here on earth, I'm not going to look back and be like, Man, you know, I'm not going to look back and, and be sorrowful in my heart and then and then risk my reward of, of, of the kingdom of God and fall back down. No, like, look, it's, it's at the point to where if you don't accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then 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 you're not my then you're not my true family. Like I'm just being I'm just being 100 percent honest. You know, people probably aren't going to like what I'm going to say, but I'll tell you who my true family is. My true family is are the ones who's doing the will of the Lord. Those are the ones who truly understand what's going on in my head, what's going on in my spirit, who can relate to me, who can talk to me, who can have a deep, genuine conversation about something that is everlasting. Look, we can talk about things of this world, but it doesn't matter. Why? Because it's passing away. If you can't sit down and have a conversation about the Lord Jesus Christ, then 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 you're not my true family. You're not my true friend. You're not. Look, this is what it's about. I love I love people. And that's why I'm going to talk to you about Jesus. That's why I'm making the podcast. That's why I'm giving a message out there. I'm not doing it. Just look, I'm doing it because I love you know, I, I want to spread the good news. I want people to know about Jesus. I want to give as many opportunities to the people out there to make it into the kingdom of God. I want to make heaven crowded. And that's why I'm out here talking. You know, that's why I'm making these podcasts. It's because, look, there is a, a reward for us in heaven. There is a inheritance as our reward for serving the Lord Jesus Christ in Colossians 3.24. And, and, where our treasure is, there our heart is. Look, if you want to make it to the kingdom of God, look, broad is, broad is the path that leads to destruction, and many go down it. Many will go down the, the path that leads to hell, but narrow is the path that leads to eternal life, and very few find it. If you guys want to make it to the kingdom of God, you have to be on the narrow path. The Bible says in Revelations 3.16, that God, look, he, this is what it says. He wishes you were hot or cold, but since you're in the middle, lukewarm, he will vomit you out of his mouth. You have to be hot. Look, you, you want to be on fire for the Lord and being on fire by giving your life to him, by not looking back on the things of this world, you will be on the narrow path. You will be on your way to eternal life. 
and very few people find it. Look, I just want to challenge you guys to look at your life. Look, don't be prideful. Don't think that, oh, you're you're doing good. No, don't look back, but, but stay focused and look at your life. Are you truly satisfying Jesus Christ? That's our that's our aim here. Our 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 goal is 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 to is to please the Lord. Jesus Christ's greatest pleasure was being obedient to the Lord, pleasing the Lord. Look, if you guys want to make it to the kingdom of God, you have to be on the narrow path that very few find. Very few are going to find it. Very few. But you have to be willing. Look, it's not easy. The path isn't easy, but you got to do the best that you can to stay on the path that leads to eternal life. Look, you can fall off of it. I've fallen off of it. And look, I'll tell you, when you fall off, like, I I still don't feel like I'm making, look, you have to be consistent. You have to pick up your cross daily, like I said, because you can fall away. You don't want to fall away. If 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 God was to come back right now, are you ready? Are you ready? Honestly, look at your life. Are you ready right now? Are you confident that you have pleased the Lord, that you have sold everything you have, that you have given your whole life to God? I've given my life to God. I'm a willing vessel. If God wants to come in and use me, he can come in and use me. If he wants to come in and speak through me like he does, he can come in and speak through me in Jesus' name. Look, you have to give up your life to the Lord and then move from there. You guys see what I'm saying? I know this message, you know, whew, this was it was this was a new newer message for me, you know, just the way I was letting it out, talking to you guys. It was a whole nother way of exercising the voice. This was more of a like a convicting, you know, look, you, you guys gotta do this. And look, if you guys want to make it to heaven, you can't live your way. Do you think that look, narrow is the path? And if you're not staying focused on Jesus. You're going to fall off the path. It's just like walking on water, like Peter was walking, like, like he was walking on water. You know, when the wind and the waves started coming, his focus fell off Jesus and he started to sink. If you want to make it to the kingdom of God and you're on the narrow path, you got to stay focused on Jesus. Because as soon as is your focus, your vision is off of Jesus, boom, you're falling off the path. If you're not going to church every Sunday, if you're not reading your word every single day, if you're not talking to the Lord by prayer, well, then you better look at your life again. You see what I'm saying? You've got to look at your relationship. you got to be hungry for the Lord. you got to want more. Where, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. If your treasure is in this world, there your heart will be. If my treasure is in heaven, there my heart will be. That's where my heart's going to go when I pass away, is where my treasure is. If your treasure is in this world, that's where you're going to go. You're not going to, your, your, your treasure is not going to be in heaven. You're not going to get to experience it. So, so the point is, is you can't look back. You got to put your hands to the plow and don't look back. And if you do look back, the Bible says you're not fit for the kingdom of God. That's, that's what the word says. If you want to go look at it, it's in Luke 9, 62. Go look at it. Go look at it. Look, God wants to speak to you guys. God wants to, God wants to, he wants to be your God. He wants to be your savior. He wants to be your Lord. But if you're not going to let him do that, if you're not going to wake up and, and let him know that he's your God and you're thankful for the breath in your lungs and that he's your savior and you thank Jesus Christ for dying on the cross for you, if you're not letting him know this stuff, God lives in praise, you guys. God lives in praise. He inhabits the praises of his people. And so if you're not praising God, 
then how's he going to inhabit in you? Because if God was to be in this place right now, his presence, his glory was to be in this place, and I wasn't to praise God, the rocks would cry out. So if you want God in your life, God's not going to embarrass you by coming in and then making the, the rocks cry out. No, like he's not going to do that to you. So no, why don't you start praising him and let him know that he's worthy of your praise, right? Hallelujah. So I'm going to pray for you guys real quick. God, I just want to thank you for the listeners here again. God, I know this message was a little different, but God, I know that you was using me to speak it. So, Father, I just pray over this this podcast, this episode, God, that, that, that you bring people in, that you allow people to listen. And, God, that, that if they're your true child, that, God, they're going to receive this message. Father, and I know you're going to bring your children here. God, people's not going to like it, but, God, it doesn't matter. I'm going to speak the word. And if they like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. Lord, it doesn't matter. God, I, we're, we're here for them, Lord. God, so, God, I pray that you speak to them. You water their souls, you water their spirit, God, and you give them what they need in these end times, Lord. I love you. I thank you for them. I thank you for discipling and raising people up through this podcast. Father, I know you got a plan. I know you're going to help this podcast grow. Father, I know you got a plan in Jesus' name. And God, I pray that you bless them throughout this week. You bless them throughout their days. And God, I pray that they that, that, that you bring to light things that they need to know and understand, God. Because God, you just want a relationship with them. And Father, they, you just want to be their God. You want to be their Savior. God, you died for your children, God. And God, I pray that you help them realize that in Jesus, in Jesus' mighty, in, in Jesus mighty name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Look, I love you guys. I thank you guys if you guys stuck around and listened. I know this uh, wasn't too long of an episode, 40-something minutes. Um, so as I'm recording on my uh, computer here, if I go to, I gotta, I gotta um, look up the website, right? And so as I'm recording, my maximum record time is only 30 minutes, right? <laughs> and so I was in the middle of recording and talking to you guys, and it cut out on me. I don't even remember how much I missed out. I probably missed out on like a good five minutes. It got me off my flow, off my groove. So I had to start. I had to start over um, for the last 15 minutes of this episode. But uh. Yeah, no, I just, I thank you guys. And if you guys have any questions about this, you can hit me up on Snapchat. I'm sure many of you guys have me on there. Um, you can hit me up on Instagram, Brandon underscore Lee underscore at will. You can give on Cash App, PayPal, Venmo at B-L-A, give. Um, look, God's doing mighty things. I know God is, 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 is so good. I know God has a plan for me and for you guys. I appreciate you guys, your guys' support and for listening. And uh, just, just stick around and listen to what God has to say. God, God's going to raise you up. God's going to help teach you guys through this podcast. I'm going to speak to you guys the truth. If you want to hear the truth, if you want to hear the good news, stick around. Stick around and, 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 and receive instruction. That's another, uh, some notes I've been working on that, receiving instruction. Look, it's not going to be comfortable to be spanked. It's not going to be comfortable to to experience these things. But look, you guys got to know this stuff. And I love you guys. And I just want to just bring it to light. You know, I want you guys to understand the kingdom of God. And uh, have a blessed day, you guys. I love you guys in Jesus' name.